Good morning and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024. I'm your host, Anna Giselle Funising, reporting from Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories for today. First up, Loblaws is facing anti-competition criticism after stopping 50% off food discounts. Then, six children under the age of 10 have died in Ontario of strep throat since October. Then, Pakistan has removed their ambassador to Iran after airstrikes kill two people. And King Charles is seeking treatment for an enlarged prostate. Then we'll hear from Rojan for a segment of good news. Now to the news. Loblaws is facing criticism after announcing they're removing their 30 to 50% off deal for food. The CBC reports that the discount that once covered perishable foods nearing their expiration date may draw attention from Canada's Competition Bureau. An expert told the CBC this week that the decision was made to line up with the policy of other grocers, which is considered anti-competitive behaviour. According to a Loblaw spokesperson, the cut is being made to create a, quote, more predictable and consistent offering, including more consistency with our competitors. According to the CBC, an NDP MP has written the Competition Bureau asking for an investigation to be opened against Loblaw. He wrote he believes Loblaw's choices, quote, raises suspicions of possible collusion with the Canadian grocery retail sector. Another specialist in competition and business law told the CBC that Loblaw sales cutting is a result of the free market. She said copying competitors is not a crime. Until recently, Loblaws offered a last-day discount of up to 50% off for food close to its best-before date. They say the discount on perishable goods will now range from 30 to 50%. Section 45 of the Competition Act makes it illegal for competitors to, quote, fix, maintain, increase, or control the price for the supply of the product. Next up... Since October, six children under the age of 10 have died in Ontario after getting an invasive form of strep. According to provincial data, 48 people died after contracting the disease from October 1st to the end of 2023. Public Health Ontario released a report saying strep deaths represent half of the total of pediatric deaths reported in the 2022-2023 season. They say an invasive group A strep disease called IGAS doubled in people under 18 in December compared to November. According to CTV, group A strep caused by bacteria spreads person to person through direct contact. Contact from noses, throats, respiratory droplets, or wound secretions could transfer the infection. They say it can cause non-invasive sickness like strep throat, skin infections, and scarlet fever, which are treatable with antibiotics. The Provincial Health Agency says if the disease becomes invasive in the bloodstream, it can cause life-threatening pneumonia, meningitis, and other serious illnesses. CTV says that Ontarian hospitals and pediatricians were warned in June to be on alert for symptoms of a rising trend in eye gas. A spokesperson for Ontario's health ministry wrote emergency and labour delivery departments this summer. She said, quote, 
Rates of illnesses are highest among those aged 0 to 4 and 65 years of age or older. She also wrote, immunocompromised people, those experiencing homelessness or those using injection drugs are also highly susceptible. According to CTV, 74% of eye gas cases were hospitalized out of the over 500 cases from October to the year's end in 2023. The Public Health Agency of Canada says the eye gas infections were higher in Canada compared to before the pandemic. In Pakistan, the ambassador to Tehran has been recalled Wednesday after an Iranian-ordered airstrike in Pakistan. According to CTV, the airstrike targeted military group bases. According to CTV, the airstrike targeted military group bases. They say that airstrikes in Pakistan's southwest province harmed diplomatic relations further. They say they have been weary of provoking, given Pakistan has nuclear arms. A spokesperson for Pakistan's foreign ministry announced Wednesday they would be recalling their ambassador to Iran after the strikes. In her televised speech, she called the attack a, quote, violation of international law and the purpose and principles of the Charter of the United Nations. CTV says that Iranian state media reports were released and then withdrawn with no explanation. The statement said that their parliamentary revolutionary guard had targeted bases belonging to the military group called Army of Justice. Iran's defense minister said they would respond to threats against their nation without naming Pakistan. CTV reports that six bomb-carrying drones hit the homes militants said held children and wives of fighters. They say the two children were killed and two women and a teenage girl were injured. Finally, King Charles is set to undergo treatment for an enlarged prostate in the coming week. According to Buckingham Palace, the corrective procedure will happen next week for the non-life-threatening issue. They say his public engagements will be postponed and resumed after he heals. The BBC says it's unusual for the palace to release two statements in a single day for medical conditions of the royals. Earlier in the day, they announced that the Princess of Wales would be in hospital after undergoing an abdominal surgery. They say it was necessary to make the two statements, given the king was set to make appearances on Thursday. According to the BBC, it is also rare for Buckingham Palace to comment on the health conditions of the royals. Well, that's all for the news today. Here's Rojan with good news. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Good morning, everyone. You're tuning into the Good News Network, where we read wholesome stories you may not hear about. For today's story, a man was brought back to life by an unexpected force of nature. A man in India was being transported in an ambulance to his funeral. During the ride, the ambulance hit a pothole by accident, jolting the vehicle and all of its occupants, including the late Darshan Singh Brar. Brar had fallen ill and was taken to the hospital by his grandson to seek medical attention. According to Coast to Coast AM, the 80-year-old man was put on a ventilator for four days. On Thursday, he was pronounced dead after doctors found that his heart had stopped beating. After receiving the sad news, the grieving family arranged for an ambulance to transport their loved one to his hometown in Nasing, a place located in far northern India in the state of Haryana. While on the journey to Nasing, 
The ambulance accidentally struck one of many potholes in the road, causing the vehicle and all of its passengers to jolt. Shortly after the bump, Barora's grandson, who was one of the passengers, noticed that Barora's hand was moving. He checked for a pulse, which to his surprise, was present. The grandson immediately told the ambulance to take Barora to the nearest hospital, where doctors have deemed Barora alive and savable, according to the Gun News Network. Balan Singh, another one of Mr. Barara's grandsons, said to the Good News Network, It is a miracle. Now we are hoping that my grandfather recovers soon. Everyone who had gathered to mourn his death congratulated us, and we requested them to have the food we had arranged. It is God's grace that he is now breathing, and we are hoping he will get better. NDTV News reports that Barara is still in the intensive care unit but his condition is improving. The doctors at Rolpindi Hospital say that he is breathing without the aid of a ventilator and that his heartbeat has normalized. The doctors don't know why the first hospital who cared for Barar had pronounced him as dead. They speculated it could have been due to a technical error. On the news, we hear a lot about the unexpected saving lives from doom. However, it's rare to hear stories of people who basically die and are given a second chance to live. As Singh had said, that was a miracle to be celebrated. And with that said, thank you for listening to this week's segment on the Good News Network. If you want to hear more wholesome stories, tune in next week. Hope to see you then. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Thanks for tuning in to the News at Morning Mixtape. I'm Anna Giselfina Singh in Toronto from Met Radio 1280 AM. Till next time.